Hey, 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 what's up, what's up? Uh, hey out there, Levi, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Yeah? I'm well, just... you, sound a little, you sound a little blue. I'm not blue, I'm just, I'm just a tired guy. You're tired of long days? And which days aren't long, man? Like, it just... I feel the... like all days are around the same length. <laughs> uh... With the sun coming down earlier and the year wrapping up, just, man... Well, the year's not over yet, bro. People are out there editing, and we're here to spur you on. <laughs> I need you to get jacked up, I'm, bro. I can get. I can. I need to get hyped because I also have a lot of editing I need to do too. Yeah. So we need so, to get you through the, evi- the the editing. Did you hear this crazy story? Uh, it's a little risque about the wedding photographer. I think he was in Texas. Did you see? This? I saw this. Yeah. That had uh, relations with someone. <laughs> At a wedding? Okay. Wait, so, do you know more of the story? So I, it. it seems like I <laughs> am, I think I know some of the story. And by some, I mean I, I perused an, an article. It sounds like that she wasn't even the photographer at the wedding. She was oh, just she, wasn't? she was just a guest who happens to be a photographer. Oh, oh, oh. so she's a wedding photographer. Because what I read was she's a wedding photographer. Right. But it wasn't their wedding photographer. No, no, no. But she was... Doing the deed, but they made it sound. They made it sound like she was their wedding photographer, though, in the articles. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Because they were like wedding photographer. Yeah, gets caught, you know. Yeah, having sex in the bathroom. No, in the I don't remember. During the, during the ceremony at wedding, it was during the <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> oh no, with guests. And yeah. I was like, what the heck are people doing? I know it's crazy. You know? But then, but then my question is, how did she get arrested? Apparently, the cops came for, like, indecent or whatever. They were just like, hey. And then she went outside and started using the restroom on a tree. That's all, yeah, I heard that. And then the cops were like, what are you doing? And then she started cursing out the cops, saying, like, I'm going to kill your kids or something <laughs> like that. I'm going to tell, tell my dad and your your kids will be dead or something like that. Or you'll all be dead. Or something like that. But can you get arrested for being on a tree? You can get arrested for indecent exposure. But, like, was it private? It was, so it must not have been private property then. I don't know. Man. But then you can also get arrested for uh, uh, for badgering a cop or something. Or like, yeah, like just for, for making a cop feel uncomfortable. Listen, it's crazy. <laughs> you, you know, she should have some etiquette as a wedding photographer. Yeah. Or been... not. I've heard some stories out there. <laughs> We're not going to get into it. What, do, what stories they do? No, I'm just saying. I've heard some stories. You know, weddings are crazy places. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've got some crazy stories. Not really. Whatever, dude. Uh, I was on this plane today, and this is just a pet peeve. The guy next to me, he's an older guy. He's a nice guy, you know, I think. (laughs) He sneezed in his hands. Oh, no. I was like, what kind of, who (laughs) sneezes in their hands? On you a know, plane. In a plane. He sees his hands and then he wiped them on his <laughs> his legs. <laughs> right? <laughs> he wiped them on his legs. And then he proceeded to wipe his hands all over like the tray <laughs> table. And the little knob thing that you turn. Yeah. He was just like he's like rubbing it. And I was like, he can't be doing that right now. Why is he doing that? Why? It's not like he he, he wiped his hands off and then he just kinda like fiddled with things. I was like, that's the worst thing ever. <laughs> now I can't touch my own tray table. Yeah, because someone's been probably been doing that all day. Somebody sneeze. Like, I was like, oh, people are still sneezing in their hands? Yeah. Listen, if you don't already know this out there, uh, 
You're supposed to sneeze into your elbow pit. Yeah, all the time. And also, if you don't already know this, planes are disgusting. Everything that can happen on a plane does happen on a plane. I imagine. I, I was... Uh... Think about all the smelly feet, all the bare feet. Bare feet? Dude, I was on a plane in the winter, and some dude <laughs> had bare feet. Not the socks were off the feet. I mean, like, what did he kick his feet up? Or he something? just like roll them out, kind of like rub them on the carpet in the hallway and the, like the area. You know, how you like rub your feet when you hear bare feet, like against he the like carpet. He like kind of feels it. Yeah, like, kind of like toes you can like feel it, and then you kind of like you can just kind of like almost like you're gonna, like when you when you're like you're cold, you rub your hands together. You did that with your feet to the floor. Did that to the floor. And it's the winter, man. I'm like. I'm already freezing. Yeah, and you here you are barefoot, on a in a public place. Was he right next to you? He was like two back, Gosh. two back, and like he was like across from me. And so you could look back and see. Look back and see. I could see his feet. Well, that's better than this. <laughs> than the guy who sneezed into. He didn't sneeze into like one hand like a like a five year old would. He sneezed into both hands <laughs> like he was prayer sneezing. He was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. It's like, like that's just how he does it. And then you're just like, here. And you started touching things. I was like, please. And I, I was on the, I, or no, I was in the window seat. And I was like, I hope he oh. doesn't, I hope he doesn't like try to be nice and pass me my peanuts. Or you know, like, <laughs> Your cup of, of yeah, soda. My yeah, my very refreshing beverage. So I was like, I'm just not going to take it. And you're like, no, dude, you sneeze in your hands, man. <laughs> just, just keep that. Like, you sneeze in your hands. No, I'm not going to say anything until afterwards, but you sneeze in your hands, so I'm good. Did you like, say something to him? No. He didn't ever talk. He, yeah. we, never, we never talked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just like. Assuming he was a nice guy. Yeah. He didn't sound that nice after all. I think he was nice. I was just disgusted by him. Well, so Hillary now, when we have taken honor on a plane, she will take out baby wipes and wipe down everything. Wipe down the trays, the yeah. back of the seats, the actual seat, the armrest, the window, everything. Listen, I, I get it. I on my way to Georgia this trip, like like a week ago, the people across from me, they they did that. They wiped down everything, and I was like, <laughs> nerds, you know. I was like, <laughs> what's wrong with them? What are they? You know, I was like, who does that? Uh, and then now you're like, I want to be that like, guy. Okay, <laughs> I wish I did that. I need baby wipes, <laughs> or I need sanitation wipes. It's because uh, it was not. Uh, it was not pleasant to see. And then he was like, obviously I'm like, now I'm disgusted. So I'm watching this guy the whole trip. <laughs> just like the side eye of yeah, judgment. Yeah, just like, what's he doing over there, man? And he was, he, you know how you you eat like little snacks and you just throw them in your mouth? As opposed <laughs> to put the snack in your mouth. <laughs> he, just, he just having way too much fun eating his little snacks. I was so mad. I was like... What is this guy doing? He would pour a little little checks mix, and he would just go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, man, why am I so mad at this dude right now? <laughs> like, this, like, and then he he couldn't open his bag. He had like so many snacks, which is odd because it was a three hour flight. He had a, like three different bags of snacks, and he couldn't open them the normal way, so he bit them. <laughs> and I was like. What's this guy doing? <laughs> like, it's like a caricature. Yeah, he was just like biting his bag to open it. I was like, if they go everywhere and he tries to catch him with his little sneezy hand, <laughs> he's, he's pull, so angry. He'll pull him out of your lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he must have sneezed into his hands at the very beginning of the flight. That was the first thing that he did. <laughs> that was the very first thing. And I was like, okay, this is all going <laughs> down. Yeah. Like, well, I, I can respect a man that likes a snack, though. 
But have you ever opened up a bag of anything with yeah. your mouth? With yeah. Your, you have? I have. And <laughs> like, it's always a bad decision. It's always the wrong decision. <laughs> it's like, what do I do with this? Uh, okay, I'm just going to use my teeth. I, mean, I get yeah. it, I guess. But I was just I you was know, in a mood, I People guess, that love so. to snack are my favorite people. People and, that love to snack? Yeah. And I t- you know, so right. this goes back to a, a couple years ago, Hillary and I went to Japan. And we went to a baseball game, which is like right. one of our bucket list things to do in Japan. To go, why is that? Why Just because, like, it? you know, they have baseball. It's like the only other place, like, that's not like in North America that like likes baseball. So like, we went to like, a, like Cuba. I mean, Cuba, but that's also North America. So is Cuba, Cuba yeah. not Central. Okay, it's a Caribbean. But okay, go ahead. But it doesn't matter. All to say, but Cuba in relationship relationship to similar cultures to the Do U.S. They play baseball in the Philippines. Maybe I don't know. I feel like uh, baseball is really big in the. Okay, let me just take that back and say baseball is big in some places, not many. (laughs) It happens to be big in Japan. (laughs) So we went to a game. Sure. And there was these two kids sitting behind us, and they had come with like their parents, and and they were just snacking away. So every time, every single time, Hills and I turned around and looked at these kids. They had a different snack that they were eating. Wow. So, so they first off, they started with ramen. They were eating ramen. Ooh, with, at the baseball at game. At the baseball game with chopsticks. Oh, that's awesome. Like, that's crazy. It's a different world. Yeah. Hot ramen? Hot ramen. Like, do they order it from, like, a guy walking yep. there? Get your ramen. Yep. Or something else, something else. Ramen. That, basically, yeah. They, you could have bought you could ramen? Bu- yeah, you could have bought ramen. That's awesome. That is awesome. Then, so I was like, okay. Then we turn around, and they had, like, little candy things. There's, like, like the little candy straw kind of things. It's like, well, oh, that's pretty cool. Sure, sure. Like the powdered thing. Or yep, whatever, like exactly. Crack straws. Then they had sushi. Wow. <laughs> they had, like, little sushi. They were just eating the, the, out of there. Chopsticks? The chopsticks and everything, yep. Mm. It was also orderly. Then they came back. They were eating popcorn. Wow. It was, like, six different snacks they had throughout How the game. How old were these children? These kids were, like, five years old. Five? They were so young. I feel like a lot of food for a five-year-old. I know, it was, but it was... I, it was I, it was like aspirational. Like I want to. You wanted to. Do I want to be eating first off as many snacks as you are, <laughs> and secondly, I wish I <laughs> ate this kind of stuff when I was five. And just they just seem like they're having so much fun eating. Like the yeah. baseball game is kind of irrelevant. It was just they were there to eat. Yeah. And I can I can get behind that. So all to say is your your uh, sneezy snack friend. Uh, I appreciate. Be his friend. I don't know if I'd be his friend, but I can I can respect the snack game. You know. Okay. I I don't mind like, a good snacker. I just want you to be. <laughs> you know. I just want you to be uh, clean while you snack. That's you know, fair. Don't go out there. You know, like when he got out of his seat, there was just crunch everywhere. <laughs> I was like, man, what happened to you, bro? Like he just like he just didn't keep up his his. his it's space. like when you eat a croissant in your car and you just have like croissant dust everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but there's nothing you can do. Croissant, croissant is just croissant dust. It's fine. This is just like he's just missing his <laughs> mouth and not caring and. And, you know, AD's just next to him. It's like, <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't do this. Like, so is he in the middle seat? <laughs> He's in the middle seat. And there's seat. a guy. His uh, wife's too. The oh, okay. Guy. Yeah. His wife was sleeping with her. You know, she was sleeping. Her, her eyes were closed. I was like, I don't think his wife likes him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and AD's like, I get it. I hate him too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I don't think that was. Not a, he was nice. I'm sure he just. Uh, he also, he was also foot uh, shoeless. He took his feet, his yeah. shoes off. Yeah. I just forgot it in the long line of things that I did not like. But I looked over because I was like studying his toes. I was like, man, I don't like him. Was he wearing sandals? Yeah, he was wearing sandals. He just took. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was different. I used to think that it was okay to not wear shoes in, in a hotel. Oh, yeah. You talked about this when we were in. in uh, oh, did in I tell you about it? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, that. we did. I think we talked about it. On the podcast? Yeah. 
It's a weird thing, man. It's we're, still weird. Yeah, we're recording a podcast right now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you were uh, you come back from Georgia? Yeah. You went there for the holidays, yeah, or for Thanksgiving. I was supposed to go to Haiti for a shoot in uh, with a nonprofit, but due to civil unrest, I, uh, the trip was postponed. So I may or may not go uh, for the next trip, uh, and so that was a little upsetting, but. Uh, I did get to spend. All, I was supposed to leave on Thanksgiving, so I got to spend all of Thanksgiving. Oh, with, that's cool! I actually family. didn't know that you were supposed to leave on Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, so that was nice. And then my uh, my nephew and my niece. I hadn't met my niece before this trip home, so that was like. I mean, we were just talking about it. It's stellar. It is amazing. Like, like this these little people that are so moldable and who are just like navigating the world it's just a beautiful thing to to behold and mm. so playing with them and he's just like this ball of energy and then playing basketball with my brothers and you know you know just talking and playing games my family loves mafia oh yeah like even in our i've literally watched old age. videos you posted on facebook of you and your uh, friends really playing mafia last oh, yeah. last christmas oh yeah. yeah no it's like it's a thing like we were thinking of making a mafia app have you ever played the game Avalon? Avalon? Yeah. No. Okay. So Avalon, it's similar to Mafia. It's kind of a spinoff of Mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play with the deck of cards. You can also buy the board game itself too. But I don't I, You know what? Maybe I should just pick it up for you for Christmas time. You know? Who knows? Because I, I think you and your family would really like it. It's definitely in the same genre and same realm, but it's real, real fun. Yeah. Well, check it out. We're like... We have created mini games inside the game of Mafia. Like okay, tell me how do you even do that? Because I want to understand. Okay, this. we we created a mini game called Up All Night, right? So the game of Mafia, uh, if you haven't played it already or if you don't know it, you there's a narrator, and the narrator uh, kind of t- lets everyone else. They know. spin a yarn about yeah. the story. Sure, but the real what they actually do is like let they let the story progress. Like people close goes to sleep go to sleep so the mafia can kill at night and then everybody else wakes up or opens their eyes so that they can decide who the who they think the mafia is mm-hmm. you know that's the quick and dirty right but, and i feel like i described that poorly but whatever <laughs> a lot of deliberating and like you know trying, debating back and forth yeah, debating. Yeah, that's you, why my family yeah. loves it is the debating part so up all night we don't it's like when people start leaving and it's like late and we're like, okay, we still want to play, but there's only four of us. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we started the game, but it was like up all night. We just deal out four cards to, let's say there's four people playing. There's no narrator. We just deal out four cards. Yeah. One of the cards is the mafia. And you just literally have to like. Figure out who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one dies. You like, no one dies. You just start. It's only townspeople killing people. But the townspeople, but you have to like eventually vote. We're like, all right, we all decide that Levi's the mafia, <laughs> and then we all kill you, and then you have to show your card. And if you're the mafia, then the game's over. But if you're not, then we just were like, oh no. <laughs> and so it's literally just the deliberating part. I know it sounds crazy, but it works because people are guilty. And once you start talking, you just literally are just you start the game, and you're like. Are you the mafia? <laughs> and someone's like, no. Are you the mafia? No. Why, why are you lying? I don't know. Why are you lying? And then we like, then you start talking more and then you're like, okay, all right, I think it's, a, I think it's Levi, blah, blah, blah. And it gets a little, it actually, mm-hmm. the, the same reasons why the other people, the same tells they had in the right. game, they let out in up all night. 
And so, so let me get to make sure get this straight. And it's up, very up, simple. Up all night, yeah. yeah. But is it? It's separate, like the from mafia. Like it's not the same. It's the same game. Same game, right? But like you would, you would basically like we're just gonna deal. Okay, we just played a game of mafia, and we found out who the mafia was. And we're literally gonna just deal four new cards to the last four people here, and just yeah, go. That's it. Okay, so like. It has no connection to the prior game of Mafia. No connection whatsoever. Yeah, you it's can play it. It's by a standalone itself. game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's only it's usually only played when it's like okay, we only have three people left, right? Or four people left, or, you know, so small that it's not enough for a game right. of Mafia to like have an off narrator, and, yeah. You know, so then you have to like, and so since my f- family just loves the deliberating the deliberation mm-hmm. part so much. They created up all night where all you do <laughs> is deliberate. Is just you're just <laughs> deliberating. It's you, and you know it's 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 fun. Though. That's like, fun, yeah. That sounds fun. But if you knew my family, you get it because they're just like all very wise and like you know. So. It's still a life goal of mine to have a uh, a Jaja Thanksgiving it's, one of these days. Come on, come on, man! You can come next Thanksgiving. All right, man. I'll talk to you. You are in invited. Um, have you ever played the game Bang? Yeah, I think I played with you. Maybe you did. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, we played it at our friends' giving last year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. we did. Okay. We did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love that game. Uh, yeah, what do you like about Bank? I think we should talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we just had to cut something because I said some. I said the wrong thing. So, real quick, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> okay. We're gonna be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Chubacabra. <laughs> uh, what's on your mind, Levi? So it's that time of year. It's a time of year where everyone is editing their little hearts out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's actually, it's it's this crazy time of year for photographers or any kind of group. Well, yeah, mostly just photographers actually for this, where you are wrapping up one year with all your editing, just going crazy on it. And at the same time, you're booking things out for the next year. And so inquiries are coming through. It's a holiday time. All that stuff is happening at one time. So it's like there's this overlap where you are working like crazy, finishing one year and starting the next year at the same time. And it's the holiday season. And it's a pretty overwhelming time for a lot of people because yeah. everything kind of comes to a head. Yeah. I think it's like uh, booking season is what tech. I don't know if there's a technical time, but booking season seems to be uh maybe uh, November, December, and then if you think some people try to spend money differently or will book after the new year because they're they're wanting the money to go on either the next year's taxes or the first year's taxes right. or whatever. And so there usually people see a big bump after new year. For me personally, that's where I start booking is like right after the new year. And then, uh, then you'll see a lull for a while. And then in February... I think after uh, I think people get engaged New Year's Christmas right, time New right. Year's holiday seasons a lot of engagement and then uh, Valentine's there's another like push there's another engagement yep. where people are like all right we're engaged now let's like you know put in action the plan that we've already made and let's call the people and so after February March you'll get stuff for like late fall weddings or something right. like that sometimes but this is like that crux time where people are um, trying to finish up editing so they're not editing all season or all the whole holiday season and then they want to get their clients their images so they can buy things for the holidays right. and all that stuff and like 
for me, it's always tough making albums right now because whoever, whichever album company you use, they might stop uh, stop doing production just so that they have sanity. Right. Uh, you know, and so I think uh, Madeira, this is who I use, they might stop in like two a week or two. I can't remember actually. And you know, look, I don't have any albums up for right now, so it's like it's fine. But um, wanting to get all like. Like you want your albums to be in their hands before right. before the holiday, before Christmas, before probably the yeah. families come because yeah. the family will be like, oh, let's see your let's see your wedding album. And you're like, oh, sorry, wait till next year. You know, like, yeah. And so, like, getting it in their hands is like, it, I think it's important to do before the holidays. But it's also like, you know, you have to pay that rush order thing if you're not like on it. And so, there's a lot. That's crazy. Doing, yeah. yeah. And so I feel like it's a time of stress because everyone's kind of like, one, they're trying to make all the their clients happy from one year and they're also like man i hope i hope i can afford to live next year because yeah, it's basically right. like, you're living under all this anxiety because <laughs> you're kind of out of money yeah no yeah. <laughs> listen i don't i know it bro yeah. like it gets tough and so you're kind of like living in like i don't really have any money i need people to book me but you also are still for lack of better word terms indebted to your past clients because like they've already paid you and you're just trying to get everything out the door so it's a stressful time for a lot of people it's like Sometimes the uh, the joy of the holiday season can be lost on people who are just trying to shuffle in between the two seasons, um, one year ending and one beginning. How do you combat against that? How, what do you do to knowing what the problem is, knowing that the the, the cycles that the photographer goes through? How, I mean, next year, what's so your? Plan? This is my sixth year. Or this will be my my seventh next year shooting. Actually, um, I think I've learned that like things are going to be okay. It's not worth the stress. Like it's going to happen. And I can't freak out too much about it. Um, so that's like that's that's kind of important for me to just like finally like find some center and be like, you know what, it's gonna be okay. Uh, but honestly, one thing that's been really helpful too is just kind of like diversifying like things as I go. Like I have other work that I'm doing. I've, I just kind of keep myself busy. I'm just trying to like keep myself from I if I am alone with just my thoughts, I will get anxiety and think about it. But mm-hmm. if I am busy and working on stuff. Um, I won't stress too much. So I'm just trying to like, yeah, keep, keep my mind off of it and yeah. just like let life happen a little bit more. Just trying to, I guess, be more present. Sure. No, I think that's strong. I think I, I wish I was better at budgeting, but I'm not, but you know, I wish <laughs> I it's just simply, I just like, I budget better, and, but I don't. And then, uh, I want to be able to, um, I don't know, like, like this year, I was great at like getting all my work done in time. Like I tried to get all my weddings done in a week or two after the wedding. Dang, so I'm awesome. like with editing, I'm fine. I also didn't shoot a crazy amount this year, but uh, so I feel good about that. But like the last few weeks or the last few days, I've just been working so hard on my website. You know, that's one of the ways I I crunch out yeah. this time. Is like all right. <clears throat> If the inquiries aren't going gangbusters or whatever, I need to still be doing something. I need to, there's a lot of things I can be doing from print sales to texting or yeah. you know to email. Texting, wait, hold on, texting. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> why did you have to call me out on that, man? I, don't you text? You don't text, bro. You don't text, bro. No, I don't have to think about it in terms of growing my business. Okay, but. no, I don't text to grow my business. But but like thinking about like you know like oh hey. So so, did you buy an album? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, but I, I worked really hard on that. Well, just like wanted to blog a couple weddings, so my my work looks fresh, yeah. and things like that. And it's like, oh, okay, like let me just do something on my end, right? So like 
all right, I'm working, I'm out there, I'm doing it, and I'm, you know, and so I am, and so it's good. I'm also not worried. I'm just like, eh, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, like, it'll, because it always is. It always is, and I, I feel like that's actually really reassuring. For a while, that didn't reassure me, because I was like, what if it's not? Yeah. But it's kind of been that same way a long enough time that i got to kind of lean into that and trust it, that if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that that there's a good chance that things are going to come through, and I can't freak out too much. And maybe that, yeah, maybe I need to temper my expectations a bit too and yeah, maybe it fluctuates a bit more. But honestly, I think the biggest life change for us in terms of um, not freaking out was getting on a more regular pay cycle. Like when I paid us the same amount of money, no matter how much money I made or didn't make, that that helped out a ton. Because there's, I remember like year two, there's some months I'd make like $10,000 in a month mm. and I'd be like, man, I'm, this is awesome. And then literally wouldn't make any money for like six months mm-hmm. and we just spent the, obviously that $10,000 and be like, that oops, was, whoops. Yeah. That was probably wasn't the right thing to do with that money. Yeah. Um, and so learning like how to divvy that out throughout the year. Um, that was really helpful because yeah, just knowing what to expect every month is, is nice. Yeah, no, I, I, you're right. But I think like, I kind of want to just say like, Hey, out there, take a second to breathe. Take a second to remind yourself that, hey, you're doing the right thing. You, you've you worked hard. You know you have a lot of editing to do. It's okay. There's a lot of people in that boat with you. You know, we're all in this together. You're going to get it done. You're going to, you know, even if you have to outsource it, it's okay. You're going to get it done. It's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Just do the next wedding. You know, like I, I, I know that I do that when I have a mountain of work to do five or six weddings in the queue or 13, not for me, but I know my, one of my buddies <laughs> Whoa. like 13 to do. And, I, and I'm like, all right, just do one. Whenever yeah. you just do the first one, edit the first image. Don't think about finishing the first wedding. Think about editing the first getting ready part or yeah. whatever, however your process is. Just start, you know, start tomorrow and just get some coffee and work all day. You know, listen, up all night. Up all night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but at the end of it, you'll be you'll be fine. And come like sweet January, we should have like a a sweet February. We should. Like, we should. Sweet February when all the bookings come. You know, like <laughs> that's when the booking stuff really. That actually, be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Sweet we should February. move the gold Manhattan to sweet February. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, the gold our, our little party. Uh, but yeah, take it easy. Like uh, we're there with you, so. Don't don't worry yourself too much. And uh, I mean, the reality is, if this is this podcast, you're probably knee deep in the editing room right now. Anyways, so yeah, there's no way that someone's listening to this <laughs> just for pleasure. And they've gotten all the way through, and they're <laughs> they're not editing. <laughs> it's like just not the the, the dial isn't too far for them to turn it off. You know? <laughs> like I hate these guys. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> We're not talking about anything. <laughs> well. I do want to talk about something else then too. What do you want to talk about? This bro? is um well it's it seems to be apropos for the time of year. Okay. I was gonna talk about thankfulness. Oh wow. Because we just had Thanksgiving. Okay. Um what are you thankful for? Oh I mean I hadn't thought about it, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Man. Was it thankfulness like the idea of thankfulness? Yeah, yeah. It's just well yeah, it's the idea of thankfulness. So we we have this big holiday where we talk about things we're thankful for and you have a bunch of people over to your house, play some mafia, play some up all night, eat some food. Mm. But I just been thinking about this mentality of thankfulness 
especially, and I think it's I think it's good for people in creative fields like that to take some time to ponder these things, simply because it's very easy to freak out with anxiety about all the stuff that needs to get done. But one thing I was thinking about is just like, um, so we had a friendsgiving a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. some people over, and it was it was really fun. And I think that's one thing I have just been thinking a lot about is just like friendships over the years. Because I feel like when you are younger, you have like your best friends. Like, oh yeah, it's my best friend. And there comes to be a point like when you're like 16, 17, 18, 19, like in that range, kind of very everyone, where you don't really call people your best friend anymore. Or you... Uh, what? Well, I, Sorry, continue. Uh, <laughs> Edie's looking very skeptical right now. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I feel like things change. Like, you go to college. You make new friends. You may still have some of your best friends from back home, like your friends growing up. But you're making these really deep, deep friendships with people. But I feel like there's this, like, you kind of, like, lose some of that, like, magic of, like, close friendships with people. And he has <laughs> got this, like, yeah, I feel like you got something to say. Talk about it. Uh, no, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't know if I. Uh, I don't know if I'm. Tra- I'm with you. I. I think. I call people my best friends. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me back it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Back it up. Okay. Let me try to get at this again. So. I know. I know. There's like a disenfranch- disenfranchisement that happens with your friends, and like you might not make the depth of friendships. Well, in the sense that you know, like you play every day. And it's like, what are you doing today, Charlie? I don't know. What are you doing? You know, and then you just run around all day, and it's like, that's your best friend, right? Like, it's like unreservedly. Well, let me like let me back it up. Okay, so like you have these as a kid, you have your your Charlies and your ads that are playing together all day and night, just you know whatever. Your best friends, right? Well, like as life moves on, and especially as you like go to school or move away from like your home, you end up making new friends. Sure, but that term of like best friend is a little bit less freely given out because when you're kids you just throw it around like hey it's my best friend that's my best friend but I feel like as you get older and you make new friends you don't have the same history and they have the other you don't know what their what other friends they have it's it's a lot harder to call someone I feel like your best friend because it's a little more vulnerable because you're like I don't like, okay, sure, like, sure. It's they may, vulnerable. I might think that my best friend, but they yeah. might not be their best friend, you know? Right. And so right. I feel like it, we start, we end up not using that term anymore. It kind of like dies out, so to speak. Right. And so, but I was, I'm thinking about that in context of just of this idea of thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And about all the people that surround us. And I don't know, I just think about talking to as friends that, that you have and, you know, just how important it is to have people around you and important it is to maybe recognize the people that have shaped you mm-hmm. and have crafted friendships with you or, or, or your family even. And just being kind of recognizing that the roles of those things play, I think sometimes we don't often lend them the credence that they technically deserve sure. because we don't use a vernacular around them sure. that is uh, that is probably appropriate because I think we're, we're afraid of like that moment where it's like, like, you call me your best friend, but... You're definitely not my best friend. I yeah, think we, we fear that we fear that thing. So I think we don't always express our thankfulness to people, right. people around us because we're this level of like maybe they're not as thankful for me as I am for them. Of course, I, I know what you mean. So yeah. I mean that's a maybe roundabout way to get there. But all the way that all I've been thinking about that a lot because I've been thinking like how it sometimes it can be really easy to like reserve this level of thankfulness or this level of gratitude or level of just like appreci- appreciation for people around you because you don't want to be the person that's like. That's left being vulnerable because you put your heart out there and everyone's like, man, mm-hmm. don't, we don't really like. That's like he's like the guy we don't like in the group. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I'm not your best friend, bro. <laughs> We're not even friends. 
Um, so, but oh, I have to tell you a story. Okay, yeah. I, can't, I have to tell you off the air. But anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. All right, we're going to take a break soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so no, but, yeah. What, well, what are you thankful for? What's uh... so kind of pulling? Yeah, I guess getting back to the point. I just feel like this year has been a great, great year with friends. I feel like you've been a great friend. I feel like I've had other friends that have been really in, important to me, insightful. Uh, uh, you're a great friend too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, continue. And uh, I'm obviously thankful for, for Hillary and for Honor and, and family, of course. And But I just, I've been realizing that I want to be better about – and just communicating that with people. Mm-hmm. And this is probably prefaced by the fact that Hills and I were literally talking about things in this arena about an hour and a half ago. We were sitting on the couch, having margaritas, just chatting. Um, are, you, are you a little tipsy right now? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I, I drove here, man. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just like it's been on my mind. Just like cause right. I, what I had said to Hillary is that I said, I can't imagine like a day where I – just not telling honor, like, hey, like, I love you so much. I value you. I appreciate you. Like, just for who she is as a person. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you know, like, sometimes we, we think that and then, like, things just, like, time kind of happens and you just don't say it because it just doesn't need to be said as much anymore or you don't think it needs to be said. And I just realized, like, holy crap, she's right. Like, I thought about, I, you know, the last time I just talked to her and said, hey, like, I just appreciate you so much just for who you are and what you do. And, to Hillary. Yeah, to Hillary. Yeah. Um, and that was like a, you know, a gut check. Man, I, I need to do that because it's so important. And I just realized like, ah, I'm sure I do that all the time with so many people in my life that you just don't, you stop saying the things that need to be said mm-hmm. because you just assume that they know it. And it, it's easier to assume that than it is to just put yourself in a line and be like, hey man, or hey person, or hey, you know, friend, like, you're really important to me and I really value you and I'm thankful for you. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just trying to challenge myself this season with thankfulness and trying to do my due diligences to share those thankfulness things with people when it's the time versus being like, I guess never saying it. So, No, I, I hear you, bro. I think I get challenged. I was just with my friend uh, Joshua in Florida, and he is, you know, he's one of my best friends. And he will say that. He'll say like when well, he introduces me, he'll be like, "This is Ad. He's my best friend." And I'm like, "Okay, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I, I, I appreciate it. He is, you know, one of my best friends. I have a few in different arenas, you know, but, but he is, you know, so, but he is my brother, you know, and so, not he's not my actual brother, but you know what I mean. And so, yeah, you know, I can tell him anything, but he will. He's very intentional." about saying, hey, man, I love you. Like, you know, just straight up as, you know, hey, I love you. I'm like, and I, <laughs> I, I can say it. Say it to someone that I'm in love with, but for, for <laughs> You're a guy. Like, I love you. Like, okay. Yeah, man. No, I'm just like, <laughs> thank no, you, but I'll say to him, say, like, thank you. No, I'll be like, thanks, dude. I love you too, dude. <laughs> you know, but I'll have to, like, give him a really big bro hug or something. Like, yeah. oh, all right, I love you too, man. But he's, like, extremely intentional about saying it like and, and so when you're talking I'm like yeah I was just challenged with that this past you know this past like literally today you know because when we're leaving and he dropped you know we're, the Uber came and he was just like hey man 
I love you, man. And like, and he hugged me. I was like, huh? Love you too, bro. Like, <laughs> and but it, that was probably the fifth time he said it in like the past three days. Yeah. You know, I'm like, dang it. You know, and so I love that about him because I'm not that. What you're saying, I, yeah. It's not that I'm not thankful. I know that I love. Him. I just would. It's not the natural thing to say. It's not a natural thing yeah. for me to say either. Yeah. And so having that sort of spirit of thankfulness yeah. and like intentionality would be huge. Like just in life to remember to say those things, to remember the things. And then remember to say them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, no, I think those are two totally different things that are those. That's the you got to do the right things in the right way. Yeah, but I think yeah, even remembering that those things are important is big. But I was also just thinking like, you know, when's the last time I like you have friends over and like, hey guys, you guys mean a lot to me. I appreciate all y'all. Thanks for coming over. We're just, yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe people do say it more casually or more often than, than I do. But just trying to th- just think about that because I I realized after talking to Hills like, man, maybe I I do like. I imagine like most people ease into you ease into like it. not saying it. Yeah, I imagine just because you're a very thoughtful person. So if you're not saying it, <laughs> I imagine the masses are just no. Maybe not. I can be wrong, but uh, no, I uh, I think that's super important, man. Just like, hey, what do you what do you mean to, or what do people mean to you, and letting them know. Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I also think like. There's this level too where everyone's worried that they're going to say that, but they're going to get back. It's like. Thanks. Like it's like someone's not gonna know how to respond to it and it's gonna feel like wasted and lost. And I, I will say this about Josh. Joshua, he doesn't care. Yeah. I he, think that's freaking awesome. Yeah, he does not he he's like, This is A D, he's my best friend, and he he doesn't care if I say it back or if I mm. don't. He's like, Hey man, I love you, man. And he he makes me be the awkward one. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, dang it. Dude, like, we were good. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. very, uh, you know, like, it's funny. But, yeah, I mean, there is that fear of you saying it back. But then, I mean, love isn't conditional, right? Like, mm-hmm. or it shouldn't be. Right. And so your feelings for honor aren't conditional for her to say it. If she doesn't say right. it back, it's like, whatever. I don't right. care, honor. I want you to know that right. I love you. And I think I think that's what some of the difference too is like at the end of the day, I don't really care. I mean, I would say I do care if Honor loves me or doesn't love me, but like, I, it's never going to change anything about how I feel about her, like, right, right? You know. And but I think with with friends, I think there's this level too of like you, you kind of wonder like, man, if they don't, if we're not as close as I think we are, maybe we're not close at all. And I think it, it casts these shadows on like what the, what the friendship could even look like if you're not really yeah there was some sort of reciprocity right yeah because I think there's a lot it's just weird sometimes there's like this weird politic of friendship that shouldn't exist but it exists because it's always like we're friends right I don't know I I, I maybe maybe it's like just me maybe maybe I've only felt that tension myself but something I, I think about because I guess like I grew up like I mentioned this before I grew up homeschooled small community. And I feel like there wasn't a lot of friend options that you had. So you stuck with your people. And I remember, like, sometimes I'm making new friends at, like, a church we started going to when I was a kid. And not really fitting in with anybody and being like, and thinking I was friends with people and realizing, like, oh, I guess we're not really friends. So (laughs) maybe maybe that's our childhood trauma that haunts me to this day. This is the Black Light Therapy Podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, get uh, out of my basement. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm, I'm gonna lay down on the, on the on the couch now. Oh gosh. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out, but I don't think you you don't rate the rest of your friendships off. Of that, no, no, no. And, uh, no so, this I like the season of thankfulness. I, I like that we 
we say it out loud. I like that we we take account. You know, like, yeah. Hey, this is the so. Thing. What's one thing you're thankful for? Not not even no question. I'm thankful for my niece and my I mean and my nephew. I can't say them separately. So, yeah. what's the word for niece and nephew? Like uh, like cousins. Like 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 your your brother my brother's children brother's children. What's the word for but, that? Is there a word for brother's children? I don't know, man. I think I don't think there is in English. I think it's just nieces and nephews. Uh, well, there's got to be a word, right? You could is say, there a word you, you for say aunts like, and uncles? You, you could say, I love the children that I uncle. Huh. I mean, that's a really weird thing to say, but anyway. it makes sense. Okay, whatever. Uh, but, maybe yeah. there's a word for it. I don't know. But when I when I was doing that speech... In uh, you know, I was nervous going up there in Vancouver, and so behind that curtain, I had my uh, had my sister in law send me a video of Rowan and Vivian, like the little kids, yeah. just playing around, and I just watched the video over and over again because it calmed me down. It was just like, this is why I'm up here pushing myself to like speak in front of people and to share all this stuff is for them in a way, and so. I'm super, and even at that point, I hadn't met her, but looking at her little silly face, you know, it's not silly, she's very beautiful, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, looking at her face, I was like, dang, I'm thankful for her, I appreciate her, I love her, I don't even know her, but she's, like, giving me the confidence to get up on stage and just do what I gotta do, you know, and so it was like, it was like, I probably watched it for 15 minutes before, (laughs) like, just on repeat, just like, okay, repeat, and then... The one of Rowan was him jumping off of a counter onto a bed across the room, which was hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I, and he would do a backflip when he got on the, you know, or a somersault, actually. And so I would just watch it, just watch it and watch it and watch it. And so, man, easy. I'm thankful yeah. for those kids. Like, I'm just like, and then meeting them was like, oh, oh, what, what people talk about is true. Like you, like you love them even more than you thought you could or something. It's like, oh, man, I love these kids. You know, yeah. I I want to be around for them to, like, see the world and experience the world. I want to teach them about art. I want to, like, you know, apparently Rowan has this, like, little play camera and he just runs around shooting like his uncles. And I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, well, I guess I need to be there for that. Mm-hmm. That's the most important shoot that I've ever been on. And so easily. And so it's... uh yeah, man, definitely thankful for those kids. Hmm. Yeah, and Steve, man, I I I found that was like something that I I would do when Honor was born, like throughout her whole entire life. So this past fourteen months, if I was on a, a flight or a plane, I would like just look through photos and videos of her and just watch them, like for like an hour, like mm-hmm. on a flight, just like randomly. Like, and I I've never done that or something like that before, but like it just now, it's like it just makes sense to do that. And it is this like sense of calm and just joy, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because I I guess it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like it was like, but I was like, oh yeah, I, I know it's the, it's like the closest little things that I have to her when I'm away from her. Mm-hmm. It's these little moments of just watching her live the world. So yeah, there's nothing sweeter than a little baby just bopping around that can't really talk. Yeah, and just like bah, 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 <laughs> you know, I was around Josh's kids, and he his youngest is one or something one something anyway she can walk 
but and she can say some words like sweet or please like she's saying peace like peace peace she can say some things but you can't really understand her yeah it's mostly just gibberish but she's like like bouncing around the world just like when she runs it's like bouncy but she doesn't fall like she's like you know and there's nothing cuter Literally, it's like, okay, I could just sit here and watch you <laughs> just run around the room all day. Like, you're just a little cute little thing. Like, you're just like, da, 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 da. it's like, it's crazy how much. Eh, anyway, that's a uh, little, little kids, man. Yeah, man. Thankful for little kids. Well, okay, this is a weird episode. <laughs> I feel like our, our recent episodes have been a little strange. Really? Yeah, not in a, not in a bad way. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool with it, actually. This like laid back, like you're literally laying back. On <laughs> literally the couch. laying back right now. He has his, the microphone on his stomach. And he's just what? Just, just laying. Here. No one's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, though, I I feel like it's, I think there's this threshold of like, initially we're out here to make this photo podcast. Now I'm just literally rambling in real li- real life, on I, the on, on recording. I but like, I feel like now we are like literally uncovering different sides of reality. Like this topic on thankfulness is like this is a different but incredibly real thing. Sure, I agree with that. Yeah, because it, it was funny you were talking about. Sometimes you'll tell someone else a truth about a certain person, mm-hmm. but you won't tell that the per- person yeah. the truth about themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like even if someone that you like, you're like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I think I'm in love with her or what? Oh, I should have said that, but you know what I mean? Like, right. whatever it is. And then, but you won't tell the person, right. you only tell other people. But I wish sometimes it's easier to not like face up, face your, um, it's that level of vulnerability, man. It's like putting yourself out there. Everyone's yeah. afraid of being rejected or that someone's going to like be weird or it's going to, it's going to feel weird. Listen, it's not weird for me. I consider you one of my best friends. Yeah. Same. Hey, hey! man, I put myself out there. That was rough. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was so nervous. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, don't make fun of my therapy session earlier. All right. Well, that was. Are we're, you are you crying right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you rubbing your eyes? <laughs> that was really right. loud. There's gonna be a, a a bro hug at the end of this episode. I'm thankful for you. Y'all, this is the Blacklight Podcast. We are just doing things a little different of over here. Just talking yeah. life. We need to get a guest on the next episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be brought back to our roots. Yeah, back to our uh, Blacklight Okay, roots. well, here's the deal. I think what happened is that we had that serious episode, and then I was just, you know, like, I don't want to, we don't need to be that serious all the time. Let's pull back and just. Kick it. Well, then you know, we went to Vancouver. Oh, uh, then we traveled. And, like, and we had like a whole new set of episodes, which were, which were really good. I actually love those episodes. Yeah. Um, and then we just kind of just doing our thing. You know? Yeah, you got really busy. Yeah. And right now I'm really busy. And so it was just like tough. Yeah. Like, but we're going to get a guest on here. We're going to talk about some, some important stuff. Yeah. That's to be determined, but we'll talk about talk it. Talk about my best friend. All right. This is Black Oak Podcast, y'all. We'll catch y'all soon.